Okay. Yeah. I, I, I jerk off to porn Everybody quite a bit. Everybody jerks off to porn, man. Um, but I've got to imagine it's the... It's a weird thing. It's one of those things like where you start to consider the production, the behind the scenes. You start to consider everything about it. It's got to seem a lot less glamorous when you're trying to film a, a porno. Oh, fuck yeah. Every scene, like, the angles have to be right. The lighting has to be right. And there's a lot of, like, stop, cut. Okay, my dick's getting soft in between these scenes. Okay, we got to resume. Fuck, all right, fluffer, come on. Oh, you no, know, yeah. It's, it's a lot of, like, or the porn star, like, finishes, like, th- three minutes into the whole shoot. What they have to do is they, they cut it. that, they cut that out, <laughs> they start over, That'd and then they add the money shot that happened three minutes into the performance. I doubt that. Like, 45 minutes at the end. Dude, the magic of editing, man. Yeah. I mean, the magic of editing, but they're not looking for that. You know? They're looking for the pros who can last, like, an hour of banging, getting BJs. Well, there's professionals yeah, but, and everything, but sometimes, like, you gotta make do with what you got, man. Right. That's true. That's true. <clears throat> right. But I think if you went on a porn scene, whatever, a porn shoot, they're expecting you to have a big dick, to stay hard, and to fucking... It's the rule of eights, man. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Eight inches, what, eight hours? I don't know. Eight inches, uh, you have to live in the 808 area code or something like that. What's 808? Florida? (laughs) No, it's California. 818? I thought thought Florida was the the porn area. No, dude, it's got to be California, LA. Man. It's got to be California. Yeah. Oh, fuck yeah, man. Yeah. Look that shit up. Um, <laughs> pull that shit up, Jamie. Pull that up. Uh, rule of eight porno. And, um, yeah, uh, they're looking you for You have pros, to last man. like 80 minutes. Something like that. I don't yeah. Know. I'm just assuming. But, yo, dude, everyone probably has that dream of being a porn star. Like, that's supposed to be the best job. It's probably not. Dude, it's, it's probably painful. And it's probably nothing what you would think it was. It's probably like exactly what you said. You know, four or five hours work. on set. You know, it's you're getting work. ready. Yeah. I'm pretty sure the porn stars, when they do it, the girls, they're like, dude, a p- one one simple one-hour porn set, like porn video, is like a 15-hour setup. Like they're doing makeup at 6 a.m. They're getting all dolled up. Depends on you the know? production company. It depends but on I mean, the money like, that's right, behind right. it. Like, right. On like porn is a huge industry. You know what? It's like billions of dollars. Yeah. And um, the prof- the real professionals who make millions of dollars doing it. Yeah, they're probably it's a full time job. Maybe not every day, but when they're on set, it's probably a full fucking day, like fifteen hours. Mm. And. Uh, Fuck, man. Fuck that shit. I, mean, I wouldn't want that. You've got to... I mean, I would imagine... Every teenager is you're like... getting oh, you desensitized. Know? Like, the, the sexual experience must change. Definitely. Like, from a work life to personal life. Like, that's... There's got to be a whole set of barriers there where things are, like... You know, that's why, like, you know, um, I would imagine a porn star trying to find a relationship after the business, like... That's got to be a whole other challenge with things like that. I mean, yeah. dude, it's crazy. Um, Rashida Jones from uh, Parks MMA? and Rec and uh, oh. The Office. Yeah, and like Quincy Jones's daughter or something. Is it Rashida right? Jones? Is that her name? That sounds like an name. MMA fighter. That does sound like an MMA fighter. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's Rashad. Oh, Rashad. God. <laughs> um, she was also on, um, uh, she used to be on Chappelle's show too. 
Well, uh, I'm thinking of Rashad yeah. Evans. Yeah, Rashad Evans. <laughs> I was like Rashida Jones. That sounds um, like an no. MMA fight. Yeah, she, uh, yeah, super hottie from Parks and Rec. Like, yeah, Rashida yeah, Jones. Parks she, and Rec. She was on The Office as well. Yeah, yeah. She did that uh, movie. Um, she did sort of like a documentary, like, um, like Which after is- porn or something like that. Oh, really? When porn dies. Yeah, it was something like that. I haven't seen it, but I saw it on Netflix. Um, which one is Rashida Jones? The one that dates Chris Pratt in the beginning yes. and then starts dating yeah. like all the other dudes? Okay, <laughs> just making sure. I gotta go pee. All right, go pee. Keep this convo going. About porn? No, but whatever you guys want. All right, so... Actually, I, I kind of want to go back to... We never really resolved that whole um, conversation about sort of nostalgia and things like that. And why movies like Stand By Me, The Goonies, Freaks and Geeks, or you know those those things were so they resonated with the audience and they were so popular. Mm. Um, you know, um, uh, John Hughes, yep, the guy who directed all those like, movies in the eighties, yeah. Sixteen Candles, Ferris Bueller's Day Off, like like his ability to connect and sort of. Um, almost like kind of he tapped into something very specific during yes. that time period. Yeah, captured the perspective of a high school student. You know, trying to navigate the world of like just the the uncomfortable social situations mm-hmm. and really sort of bringing that to the to the forefront. Um, that's something that was never done before, man. Like and a lot of people can relate to that. Oh yeah, it, man. It, Everybody can. Everybody who went to, to Ameri- high school. Yeah. If you went to high school in America and you went to a public school, yes, then you can probably relate to it in some way or another. The clicks. I mean, all even, that pu- stuff. even private school, man, yeah. everybody has, yeah, no, that's true. That's true. There are social hierarchies, man, yeah. that everybody kind of falls into. Yep. Um, and that's something that, that resonates with everybody and yeah. it's a powerful powerful tool and it's a very um like specific point in your life where you're growing you've got all sorts of hormones raging everybody remembers or most people remember high school either they hated it or they loved it or somewhere in between but w- whether or not they felt you know fondly or not they remember that oh, yeah. because of all the shit that's going inside your body and the chemistry and all the interactions that you have with people. Like high school is a very, um, I fucking loved high school. It was a <laughs> blast. Uh, see, I didn't mind high school either, man. I had a, I had an interesting high school experience. Definitely. I'm not going to say I peaked in high school. <laughs> oh, fuck no, I, fuck no. Dude. But I had a fucking hell of a time in high school. Yeah, I mean, obviously, there's certain parts of it you enjoy and certain parts you don't, but I, you know. All of it. This shit was so fun. <laughs> I feel like uh, it's weird, but I'm not going to say I matured, but I fucking matured. I matured. I, would, I don't want to sound like a douchebag, but I feel like I was more mature than most people in my high school, but I act like an idiot. But to the point where, like, I was fucking raging hardcore in, in high school and then by the time i got out of high school i was kind of over the whole getting blackout drunk and being an idiot in college mm. where most people will just get into college and then they become that they party go goer, really hard frat because, parties yeah. all that bullshit 
I feel like I did all that shit in high school. People were like telling me stories. I'm like, dude, I did that shit when I was like 15 to 18. And then after that, I was like, I was still drinking and having fun and partying, but I was not going as hard as I used to. And people would always be like, oh, parties in college were crazy. I'm like, dude, parties in high school were crazy. (laughs) Well, it depends on when you get access to that kind of stuff too. More more people in general end up getting access to that stuff in college. That's why it's a more common experience. But it definitely happened in high school. You know, we went to parties in high school. Um, yeah. And it starting probably around 17, I think. Like, yeah. junior, junior, senior, year. junior, senior year of, you know, 16, 17. That's kind of when... Drinking became more prominent. The, yeah. you know, weed and, you know, every, having access to yeah. those, the drugs and everything like that. You were going to parties where friends had older brothers who were either yeah. in high school or older sisters or however it worked. Or they, they're... You ha- everybody knew that kid. His parents went away, and you <laughs> yeah. went over to the house for that house party. Like yep. that's a cr- like that stuff happens. And when you see movies like that, like it's a little cringy though. You know, when you watch it on TV and you see those typical like popular dudes, well, some cheerleaders, of them are- <laughs> and you're like, oh come on. Some of them are executed better than others, sure. yeah. obviously. But I mean, it's so weird how a lot of like dude super bad come on dude perfect i can't think of a better example yeah dude uh, the whole mission of fucking high school was to get laid to lose your virginity i think that's why that is the whole like it's not it's the purpose of fucking high school man (laughs) it's such a bit like you said your hormones are fucking oh yeah you're like i need to i i you're body is like i need to make a person i need to impregnate somebody <laughs> right. but like you don't think of like no. you're just like i want to fuck you just want to like <laughs> i want to you know bang a girl and like a lot of your friends or whatever will talk about it to the point where like oh yeah man i lost my virginia like like years ago like i was nine when i lost <laughs> i was gonna blow jump and be like well that's the come thing on, bitch, come your on. your your coolness factor your yeah. your worth your popularity was based off of how much how much sex you've had yeah. in and high so school many people would just lie about it who lost oh, yeah. their virginity first like yeah. like we we had a friend growing up um you know he had yeah, lost his yeah. virginity at like i think it was like, like 12. 12 it was 12, 12, 12, 12 it was 12 years or 13 man and it was like it's one of those things like i i didn't lose my virginity till i was 17 and that whole like leading up like it was the most important thing in my life was to have sex for the <laughs> yeah. first fucking time. That's hilarious. The whole my whole high school career was based off of like shit, man. I, I need get to get laid, and you you put it on this like crazy. It was pedestal. at the forefront. It was it was my mission to get laid, and you know it's 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 funny now thinking back on it because it seemed like such an impossible feat. And then, you know, as we start navigating the adult world, it's mm. like, oh, it's just it's fucking an, sex, it's man. It's just, exactly. it's just another yeah. nut, man. Yeah. And, you know. I have sex with, like, hundreds of girls. What are you guys talking about? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know what boobs you. It bags of sand, right? But, like, yeah, dude. Trying yeah. to navigate those, those social conversations where everybody around you was so focused on sex. You know, like trying to describe you know the the titties you've seen or what it felt like and things like that dude everything was about sex in high Uh, school definitely feel that and to try to be able to contribute to those conversations like that was part of your worth like 
your confidence, like your coolness factor was based off of your ability to contribute to those conversations. If you couldn't, man, if you were still a virgin and you had like no experience with a woman. That's where confidence comes in. You just got to bullshit your way through all those things. You know, (laughs) I mean, you could lie, sure. But at the end of the day, man, like you can kind of tell who's gotten laid and who didn't. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Fun that, times. Baby. That was interesting. I mean, yeah, that whole experience in high school, really weird. Like, I played football in high school, and that's definitely one of the, you know, classic yeah. high school. Like, those those guys on that, it was a pretty diverse group of guys that I Just played talking with. talking about bitches. Throughout those four years. But that was definitely, like, a common theme. And I wasn't like a, you know... I wasn't a ladies' man by any standards. You weren't banging out every day, the strange. I I wasn't getting into the strange, like because I I was I was a weird dude, man. You know, I was in trade. I took AP classes. I played on the football team. I, you know, early on, you were an athletic nerd. Yeah, you you know, (laughs) it was weird, man. It was really weird, and. yeah, like I didn't, I was one of the guys that didn't really contribute in those conversations. And even when I like became sexually active later in high school, I felt kind of awkward having those conversations unless it was with my close friends. Yeah. You know, I was a fucking open door. That <laughs> shit. I'm sure the audience is not surprised. Yeah. I was fucking. I'm sure, those fun. listeners were like, yeah, okay, that's James. Me, my, me, it was weird. Me and my group of friends who are still like, we are still solid friends. And a lot of people will comment on it. We're like, wow, you guys are still friends and you're all from high school. We're solid. We got a solid like 10 guys who are like, we always go to, we always have these events throughout the year that we're always making sure we're going through. But we weren't the popular kids in school. There was like a select group of kids who, which was weird too, because these popular kids weren't really like, like, like they weren't athletes. They weren't cheerleaders. They were just like, People just figured they were like the popular, but we weren't the popular kids, but we would have the biggest, craziest parties. Everyone (laughs) would go to our parties and, but we wouldn't be that weird select group where like, we wouldn't be getting, you know, uh, you know, King and all those, but we'd be raging and people would, everyone would come to our parties before that. And then after that, and they'd be like, yo, where's the beers at? Like, oh bitch, get out of here. Motherfucker. (laughs) Dude, there was, there was. There was groups like that in our high school too. They they weren't necessarily um, the popular kids or the. But you you find your niche. Like what you we're yeah. good at throwing parties, you know. And, and, they would, <laughs> and you'd get everyone to come. Yep. And like if you fucking put the word out, people would be like at lunch, be like, "Yo, what the fuck's happening this weekend?" I'm like, motherfucker, get out of here. <laughs> um, but then yeah, it was weird. It was like it was like the popular kids were also the rich kids uh it was kind of similar in our or they our, were like in the most groups too. they were like oh i'm part of the pt I'm, a, I'm part of the yearbook group and i'm also running like my mom's like fucking funding the the prom yeah and she's selling the tickets and like yeah. you know it's like that's weird popular you know that was this, like their parents were actually involved in their yeah, lives and, right. <laughs> and they and they probably came from money or um, from the town like oh yes. my, my dad's a selectman exactly and you know like my fucking my uncle's a principal mm-hmm. bullshit like that's how they were popular which looking like at the time i kind of like 
I didn't like those kids necessarily, but like I, I get along with a lot of people. Um, I hate those kids. But but those those kids that were from the uh, they had better they had better clothes, they had more money, they had they were popular because they were a part. I like that's not really a reason to not like those. They're they're the same as us, man. They're trying to figure stuff out, but they're just on a different like a different thing. They have a different income. Like they didn't. They didn't choose to be born into money. They've got some of their own you know challenges, I mean? man. They've, They've got, got their own, own ch- barriers that no, they've got to the work thing. through. And like looking back, like because you know when I have kids, and if I continue on the path that I am of like just being like a middle class American, then my kids are probably going to grow up being middle class, and I'm going to want to be somewhat involved in you know make sure that they're getting Bear a good shit. education and that they're coming. There's a chance that my kids might be one of those mid like. Yeah, you know, middle class upper middle, that is well taken care of, but and I want to hope that they're just a good person and not. Yeah, they just can't be assholes, you know. Th- that's the thing. You know, there was some people in my that were like those popular. They were just dicks, and you're like, bro, fucking watch yourself. But wh- why There's more less dicks than more dicks? <laughs> like you're gonna get slaughtered. We're gonna eat your fucking face off. Yeah. But why were they being dicks? Were they trying to figure it out too? Did those guys, like, because some of those guys definitely continued on later in life to be dicks, but some right. of them figured it out and they were like, oh man, I was a dick. That, that's why then. it's high school though. It's a, no, it's a, a lack of, of confidence, it. man. It's a, it's, it's a, it's a facade. It's, it's, it's a defense mechanism oh, to try totally. to navigate the yep. fucking, their surroundings, yeah. man. Like yep. it's right. There's, there's nothing easy about being. In, high school. in the high school environment, man. Yeah. There's nothing easy about it. Right. And, you know, it sounds easy. Like, you don't have a job. You, you get to go home. Like, no. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's- Dude, there's a lot of so- complex social situations that you have to make snap decisions and navigate on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's easy for somebody, you know, it, it's almost like you, you know, say you show up and there's like the popular group and, you know you notice that the popular group dumps on one kid or whatever. And, you know, you're a new kid in school and you're walking by, you notice this. And so you Dump start on. dumping on the, the, the that one kid. For no you reason. start getting accepted into mm, that right. popular group. It's exactly you, what happened. You find a place now. Yeah. And through like positive reinforcement of being welcome and invited into that situation, you start developing those Without really thinking about it, you start just being a dick. Yeah. yeah. And it's it's just one of those things. That happened, know? that kind of happened to me, but it didn't, it was weird. It was like, it, it, it was like the other end of it. It was like, when I was a younger kid, when I was in middle school, there was this kid that I would go over his house like, you know, at least once or twice a week and we'd play like video games together. We'd play like Zelda for 64 and all those you know, we played video games, we played Pokemon on shit, and we were friends. We were legit friends, and we'd, we'd have fun with each other, and we'd want to hang out. And then for some reason, you know, like, I got involved in, like, extracurricular activities. I played baseball, I was in the scouts, and he kind of just, like, did his own thing. He just kept playing video games, and that's fucking fine. But, like, obviously, we went down two different paths, so I didn't right. really hang out with them as much in high school. But, dude, that motherfucking kid became the center of of attention like he was abused by 
everyone. Everyone fucked with him. He was like the kid that would shoot up the school. He Dude. was like the kid that everyone fucked. I was like, what the? I never fucked with him. I would never participate in any of the shit. But it wasn't like I was like on his side. You weren't like, Yo, sticking mother- up for him either. No, fuck no, I wasn't. And there would be a few times, you know, in the school year, I would just try to, you know, be like, what's up, man? I haven't seen you forever. And he was just like, he was like, dude, fuck off. Leave he was me alone. Withdrawn. He was because he was abused so much. He just figured everyone wasn't on his side. We on the school bus, and I, I like just started trying to, I just try to start a conversation with him. He's like, dude, leave me alone. Dude, and I was like, fuck, dude, that's sort of mental that abuse. Sucks. That's tough. He get withdrawn. He just fucking as soon as he graduated, he was out. He fucking moved with his dad in like Illinois or some shit. Yeah, I felt bad for him, you know. But I mean. <sighs> There were kids that were scape. There were kids that were scapegoats, like throughout, um, you know, middle school, high school, you know, elementary school. But like, that's one thing that you definitely need to. We need to be uh, good about the next generation, like coming up, is we need to teach them, like, hey, it's not cool. Like your kids, you no, should be no, teaching no, your exactly. offspring. Because, like, I saw that stuff, and I, I wasn't really that guy to like dump on people. I'm. I may have like once or twice like taken that easy, but I wasn't really like super outgoing. So I didn't do that much, but I know like specifically there were a couple of times where I stood up for some of those kids that got dumped on and it's actually like, it's hard to do because you're like, Oh, I'm going to go against like (laughs) these people. But once you do that, it's really not that bad afterwards. Like, especially coming from a part, like I, I was a guy that was, I guess, somewhat respected, like for being, I don't know. I wasn't on one end of the spectrum or the other, you know what I mean? So if I was standing up for this kid, it was like, whoa, maybe, maybe we should back off a little bit. So like, we need to make sure that like, if you're in a position where people kind of will listen to your opinion, whether or not you're one of the popular kids or one of the less popular kids, if you can be like, Hey, Hey guy, like he's a kid too. Like he's not do he, maybe he's awkward. Maybe he's a little bit short. There was always something like weird about that guy that they're, they're all, but it mostly, it usually wasn't a guy that was a bad person. You know, the thing in high school too is age is power. You know, you're a fucking senior and a freshman comes up to you. Like he doesn't know the fucking first thing about you. You say one thing to him. He's probably like, all right, or whatever. Like an age is power, dude. Juniors and seniors ruled, oh, this, ruled high school. Without you know, question. if you were a sophomore and you started running the show, anyone shits on you that was older than you, like you get shut down by your whole fucking class. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, if you're if you're a sophomore tough. thinking you're tough shit, and some seniors like, dude, shut the fuck up. Everyone goes, oh, <laughs> and your whole your whole class in yeah. sophomore year is like, oh, senior just like bitch you out. Yeah, right. you know, and there's nothing you can do. So you need to, so, I mean, unless, you ha- unless you have somebody who is another junior or senior and they're like, hey, dude, like, don't be a dick. That kid's fine. Like, yeah. Don't worry about it. But it happens all the time, you know? Yeah. And the weird thing with us was like uh, in, our co- in our high school, freshmen were fresh meat, but they're only fresh meat to the fucking from the sophomores you know so basically this weird power structure where it was like seniors didn't care about anything all they wanted to do was get out they're concentrated <laughs> on going to college applying to colleges and just they're worried about getting out they yeah. didn't care about what was going on in high school mm. 
the freshmen would be the fresh meat. They would be like new. They would get abused by the sophomores who were freshmen <laughs> last year. Yeah, who just who, got done being who, abused. And now they're ready to abuse the kids yeah, that just came yeah. in. So they were all about the whole fresh meat, freshmen, fuck you, blah, blah, blah. Yep. And the seniors would, t- would, the juniors who were done with the whole fresh meat thing that were sophomores before mm-hmm. would tend to cradle the fucking freshmen like dude don't worry about them you're gonna get through this yeah we went through it last year yeah. we were freshmen the year before that blah blah mm-hmm. blah the seniors were out of the whole game so what tend to happen and what happened was the year before the sophomores were cradled by the june you know what i'm saying like yeah, yeah. so now like so what happens every year freshmen and juniors would always party together and sophomores and seniors would always party together because hmm. they're always like the ones caring for the ones before that's and it, it happened it's weird it happened yeah. and dude most of my friends were either dating or still together with their fucking girlfriends from and they're two years they're always a year and a half you know <laughs> because they were freshmen we we're juniors yeah they started dating because they went to parties with us mm-hmm. they were dating and you know mm. and just kept going so like most of my friends were dating freshmen when they were juniors and or they're dating juniors hmm. or whatever I was being, yeah. I'm not going to brag about sex capades. <laughs> yeah. From high school. I mean, the, the thing too, is going back to like the whole hormone thing and like your body, like the, the reason why you had the, why the age is power and all it's like, cause one year when you're in high school is like means a lot. It's like exponentially yeah. more than one year when you're 30 and 31. Oh yeah. Dude. Oh, this, yeah. this year like, fucking flew by. This was <laughs> nothing happened this year. I went to Hatteras. I went to Katahdin. There's, uh, there's not, <laughs> there's not major changes happening within your body. Like once right. you get past that 25 ish age where your body's like pretty much fully developed, it starts to mean less. Obviously, there's life experience that you have and other things that are happening, but your body is changing so rapidly from like the time you're a baby to the time that you're in your early 20s, right? So those Yeah, yeah there's constant like markers, bookmarks oh, yeah. in your life where you're yeah. like, you know, I fucking jack I like finally came this day or this year. <laughs> I fucking got my first pube this year, you know, like I fucking kissed a girl this year, you yeah, know. Yeah. I can't remember any of those years, but they, I definitely kind of remember 9-11. Where was I 9-11? Where was I when I found my first pew? Well, well, where was you, I when I where you you don't, found your first pew? <laughs> like, yeah, I was like, oh my God, a pew. Your own pew or someone else's? You're comparing finding your first pew <laughs> to 9-11. <laughs> it's like the same thing, right? Oh, man. Everyone goes, where were you? <laughs> you know? Where were you when you found your first pew? <laughs> where were you at 9-11? Uh, where were you when they built the stairway to heaven you remember that shit the ladder to heaven no south park yeah no idea but yeah uh fuck you know what like i don't know if it's real or what but all the old timers who talk about things they get real specific with dates Mm. i can't do that like oh I remember uh, I went to see the Eagles it was a uh, 1968 uh, summer we were here blah 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 dude if you ask me when I saw the Foo Fighters I couldn't tell you I saw them this summer I couldn't tell you the month I saw them yeah. I, like, I think it was June uh, July I don't remember yeah but who's 
who's like cross checking any of that information? Like, do you really that's, think they're they're probably just ballparking? That's like, why I said I don't know if it's real or well, not. I think there's a couple things happening there. I think one thing is some people are just better with dates than others. Oh, sure. I'm awful with dates. I'm, I'm, awful I'm better with, dates. with like experiences and um, yeah, like uh, like theoretically applying things. But um, the other thing is that back in the day they didn't have cell phones. They didn't have technology they didn't have all this stuff that was done so we don't need to worry about those dates we can scroll back at our phone and look at a picture right. those guys they were like oh man remember that friday september 29 talk about it like it's that specific yeah, date no. you're like fuck how and, do you remember that shit dude I, I bet you most of those guys if you looked up and you cross-checked their thing all bullshit no no i bet you would be legit because yeah. they had to remember that because they did they had to put it in their head because they didn't have a camera well, they didn't have the cell phone they didn't have any of that shit so they and they also had more time they were at a concert without anything and they were just watching it happen and they the were remember it was it meant more because there was less other less other stimulation and like that was this like holy fuck when at that time when i saw zeppelin you know what i mean like right. that's huge to them man i mean dude, think about it you know before There's one thing before know. the cell phone when you had landlines, you had to remember people's fucking numbers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Or you had a fucking Rolodex. Yep. Where you, where you fucking wrote that shit down. Mm-hmm. Like, now you don't have to remember any of that shit. People no. give you their number, you put it in your phone, boom, it's in memory. Yeah. My, friend, right my friend has a special skill where he were just, it's like a fucking goddamn safe in there. Yeah. He just remembers numbers. He's like, oh, dude, what was my number in high school? He's like, oh, 978. I'm like, Jesus Christ. Like, I don't even know if that's right. I have to look it up. Yeah. But yeah, man, I don't know shit. I don't know, like, I don't know when I lost my virgin. I remember when I lost my V card, but I don't remember any. I remember it was summer of some, <laughs> of some year. That's all I remember, man. I don't remember the date, but I remember the day because it was a school holiday. So <laughs> uh, Yeah, nice. I don't remember. I remember I was fucking drunk as hell. And, I was not drunk as hell. I was stone so, cold which, sober. <laughs> like, if I really broke it down, I could be like, I was drunk. I probably wasn't drunk on a Tuesday. So I was, it was probably like a Friday night or Saturday night. Uh, and I know who it was, so I know like when I was fucking around with her. Yeah. So it was in high school. Like, I could break it down like that, but I couldn't be like... Oh, right on top of like, yeah, it was uh, 2003. It was a Monday night right after breakfast. Like, what? <laughs> Monday night right after breakfast. Well, we were doing breakfast for dinner a lot back <laughs> then. Don't make breakfast dinner all day, every day. You know, I make pancakes, sausage sandwiches. With some... <laughs> or breakfast for supper, sorry. Yeah. And we, and we ate it in the parlor. Sorry, I wasn't a serial killer. I didn't partake in the breakfast for dinner bullshit. Jesus Christ, at Shepherd's Pie. Oh man, my mom used to make shepherd's pie all the time. It's what we do. <laughs> Dude, my dad was always making the most ghettoest food <laughs> for dinner. It was ridiculous. What are you guys doing? Yeah, your dad's ghetto ass meals. Is that what you're talking about? Like what? Like Like every one of those banquet dinners you see frozen? Like a hungry man? Hunk well. We'd always eat like the uh, turkey, the frozen turkey meals where you'd stick the whole paper 
thing in the oven, dude. and it was just like a bunch those. of slices of turkey yeah. that was like in a frozen gravy. You it just, was like uh, a Stouffer's thing. Yeah, maybe. you thaw it out, and you, then you'd pull it out, and mm-hmm. you'd like just fucking throw that on with mashed potatoes and corn, and that's dude, what we eat. Salisbury steak, Salisbury like, steak, oh, so dude. bad. So All that bad. frozen shit, I would eat every dinner. Dude, those frozen macaroni and cheese, like shepherd's pie. Oh, God, it's so bad, dude. Loaded with sodium. Oh my god, it was terrible, dude. dude. I could, loaded. When we were just talking about that, I could feel the sodium in my mouth. <laughs> like literally, dude, that's salty, exact, salty as yeah. fuck, dude. The ramen, dude. I used to crush ramen in, when I was a kid. Don't even start talking dude. about ramen. All dude. that salt. Oh my god. I, I, th- I think I ate half the ramen. <laughs> I, used to, I used to double packet that shit. Not even thinking. Wait, wait a minute. Did you double pack it like the... the double I, noodles or no, double seasonings no. I would and be one that, noodle? I would be an asshole too in my oh house. Oh my God. Double dude. seasonings, one noodle? One noodle. <sighs> and I would keep the noodle in the package and put it back in the oh, cupboard. You're a, oh, and someone you're would open dick, it up and be like, what the fuck? No, no packet? And I'm like, mm, bitch, what? Yeah, I was a double noodle, double packet guy. <laughs> no. I mean, I do that too, but I mean... So... I have a thing with my brother. He makes his ramen noodles one way. I make it the other. He loves to take all the water out. He'd bake his noodles, take all the water out, and then he'd sprinkle it on. It'd be like this gross. You'd do that? Well, so, no. It's a fine balance, dude. It's a fine balance. but, But I tend, most of the time when I make it now, I I do, I leave just enough water because if you take all the water out, if you take every That's single disgusting. last bit of water out, it gets like a weird consistency. But if you leave just enough water in so that it's more like a like a like a thick sauce that happens rather than a soup. Yeah. But but, but like I said, it's a fine line. I'm more of this the water guy. Yeah, like I don't know, man. <laughs> I like I mean, you got to have the flavor. You know, I'm not going to dilute the whole packet. Yeah. But I mean like once you eat all the noodles, maybe like two inches of of gravy. Oh fuck no, dude, that's too much. Two inches that's of too like much. broth. No, I'm I'm no. In, I'm in your camp. Yeah, I like the broth. Yeah, I, I like, like the... slurping it at the end. Yeah, because if you don't use enough water, that salt that packet of seasoning becomes so concentrated. Yeah, well, and it becomes yes. so, so like it's too much. There's strong. a couple things that have to happen. You have to cook the noodle. So when you when you remove m- most of the water. You also have to have the noodles cooked to a right consistency, because that can fuck the whole thing up too. Like if they if get you, too soft, it's like oh, if they yeah. get too soft, it's over. But if they're too if they're too al dente, then it's over. You need to be right in the. It is I'll, a fine line, dude. I used to cook it and then let it sit for like a minute and then sprinkle it in, and it starts to absorb it and get soft. Yeah, no, that is part of it. That is definitely so. Like I'll cook it in the water. I'll remove a certain amount of the water, let it sit for a little bit to absorb, and then you put in your seasoning, you mix in. Yeah. Then we can start talking about some crazy ass other shit like adding, adding spices, adding and cheese fucking, in. Ooh, cheese! I never did that. Yeah. Oh, I boy. used to uh, put veggies in mine. Uh, yeah, I mean, you you get real fancy with it. I'm just talking your basic ramen packet, maybe yeah. some cheese, maybe you want to sprinkle teriyaki sauce ooh, in there. Oh, boy. I used to like putting. Oh, uh, I used to go down the route of putting some spice in that shit, get a little spicy, oh, yeah. some red pepper flakes. Maybe you got a little bit of leftover chicken nuggets from the previous night. Cut those bad chicken boys up. Nuggets, throw them shits damn. in there. You get some leftover bacon from breakfast. Chop that up. See, I never got that, that hard. There, I never went that hard. Oh, dude. yeah, dude. Seth was, he was the <laughs> he fucking. He was a master chef he was of ramen. fucking, dude. <laughs> the ate, iron chef of fucking Ate kids, way too like, much ramen, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Back in the day, So much definitely. salt, so much salt. 
but dude, I was fucking twelve. I didn't yeah. care about that. Yeah, yeah I didn't I care about metabolize that. Metabolize it. I was dude, running around you know riding my bike to, everywhere. You know what I used to do when I was a kid? I used to make cake, but instead of cooking it, I would just get that bowl of gravy and I just drink up all that batter. batter. I eat just all that eat batter. batter. I just eat the batter with yeah. raw eggs. Mom was like, "You're gonna get salmonella." Like, dude, <laughs> fuck you, get out of here. <sighs> I've known a couple people that do that, dude. Before. I used to, I used to fucking in the grocery store at Market Basket collect all those coupons. Yeah, rip it off that machine. Yeah, you just those? spit it right out. Yeah, you run with all your friends, collecting them all. Like, look at all the money I got. <laughs> no, man, I used to fucking uh, the the raw hamburger in the de- in the fucking meat section. Yeah, I would rip open a corner of that package and fucking eat some of that what? raw fucking hamburger, man. Are you a serial killer? I don't know, man. It was delicious. I don't get what? it. What? Are you a vampire Dude, werewolf? I should have got mad cow's disease. Didn't make any sense. Well, that was before they were feeding cows to cows. <laughs> right. Shit. What? You used to just like sneak a little bite of the hamburger and weird, eat that man. raw meat? Yep. Straight up. That's savage. That's crazy. That is crazy. Crazy. That is Never got cr- sick. Right. I mean, yeah, you know, you get a fast metabolism, you know, you're raging. Well, that's the thing, you know, as as just a growing kid, you know, like, yeah, just you consumed shit. You consumed all that salt, but you were, like Seth said, you're out riding bikes. You're fucking using that shit. You're, you're fucking- burning like 12,000 calories a day. You know, I mean, going through growth spurts, you yep. require so much calories and protein going through these growth spurts, man. You can get away with a lot when you oh, were yeah. younger. Like, yeah. So that's why it's very surprising when you see a kid that's overweight when they're that younger, because there's- they're in the stationary, be a bunch of other sedentary stuff going on there, you know. What is it called? Sedentary, sedentary, sedentary lifestyle. Sedentary, sedentary. Yeah, those kids are playing Fortnite all day. <laughs> right, those kids are playing video Dude, games. I don't even know what the, Fortnite is. <laughs> I only know that fucking dance that they. What is it, that, that thing they do? The fucking the flossing, the thing? flossing thing. That's yeah. from Fortnite. That's from Fortnite. Yeah. Oh, that's weird, man. Yeah, yeah someone did know. it. Someone did it. And then Fortnite bought it off of him or some shit i don't know man that's how it was i, I heard this whole thing about I, it I, I don't want to know about that kids fucking love that shit i saw a kid flossing on the other like the ninth aisle oh, in like geez. the spaghetti aisle or of some course. shit the other day but yeah because he saw he's some like, spaghetti ooh, and he's like it's flossing bitch it's a Fortnite thing now Jeez. yeah uh but yeah no i mean kids don't like i said you know but i mean here's the thing uh the whole like hatred of millennials and the whole thing that we have against kids nowadays who don't go outside and play, it's probably a small percentage. It's probably most of the kids are probably outside playing. Eh, maybe not, but you know what? You can't. Depends. You can't just yeah. say like, "Oh, every kid is fucking playing Fortnite right now, and they don't do shit, and they're all overweight." There's probably plenty of neighborhoods with plenty of kids who fucking still play, capture the flag, fucking flashlight tag. They all ride their bikes, playing outside all the time. You know. Look, it, it really depends on. The neighborhood, the community, what you have access to. Like, look, you know, you know, people are more apt to be outside playing if they, you know, if there's sidewalks, if there's, if you have access to like a yard, right. you have mm-hmm. an ability to. I mean, but dude, you know, it becomes much more of a challenge with like you get inside the big cities mm-hmm. and you don't have, you can't play in the fucking road. But you saw Hey Arnold, man. That shit was all inner city. There's still plenty of kids riding their bikes, fucking around, playing sports outside in the sidewalk. Yeah, you know? I mean, it, it's there. If, if anything, there's probably more kids in the city playing outside than in the suburb areas where all they have is the internet and the TV. They have no friends. 
Where you live True. in the city, you're just running around fucking barefoot, <clears throat> like fucking with people stealing street fruit and shit. <laughs> I think part of the inner city thing too is that um, they really make it a point to have parks because there is no wildlife and yeah. like yeah. they need to. Well, there used to be, but then they tore it all down and built. So then they preserve the these specific parts of the city they have to to. so when you're growing up you go to the park like you know that the park is there whereas growing up in some of these more rural areas you've got the woods in your backyard so you you don't need to go to the park because hey we can go in our backyard but you might there might not be as much of an emphasis on going in your backyard right because it's always there because you got no fucking friends man because your closest neighbor is three miles away that Mm. depends on where you are obviously but people definitely grow up in that scenario you know yeah i mean you also got to consider the safety of your neighborhood yeah i mean depending on like you know if it's a rough neighborhood if it's a bad neighborhood man you're not gonna be outside you're not gonna be fucking playing enjoying your life man that's true you know it it all it really just depends on location and where you know where you grow up. I just hate the whole millennial fucking bitch. The, the well, bullshit do, doesn't doesn't the oldest generation that has the always loudest hates. voice always hate the youngest generation? Is that just keep happening? I don't know where this whole thing is where like millennials don't know how to do shit. Well, like I, I think there's if we want to start getting into groups and defining like generations, I think there's two specifically types about of, of millennials right there's, there's the ones be. that are really diy and then there's the ones that are completely devoid of anything yeah, like no no they don't know they don't know anything yeah but because, i still haven't met someone like that maybe because the group of people that i'm interested in are the people who are in the diy do it yourself like live i don't know man just like i don't know I don't fucking know, but I don't really know many people who are like, oh, I don't know what this is. Blah. What am I doing with my hands? <laughs> well, part of that's upbringing. Part of that's, there's so many factors, right? Like I saw a fucking thing that pissed me off so bad. It was a dude driving a Jeep and his fucking tire cover said millennial, um, millennial, like anti-theft vehicle. And it showed like his fucking stick shift pattern. Wow. Um, like how like so no stupid. millennials can know how to drive a standard. Well, there's probably so there's a lot of people who don't know how to fucking drive. No, but give me a fucking yeah. break, bro. Like, well, right? Yeah, steal no, your Jeep. Yeah, exactly. I'll steal your Jeep without keys, bitch. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of funny, I guess, but re- like, yeah, it is kind of silly. Like just poking at millennials. Like you said, a lot of people don't know how to drive stick because they don't make as many cars. You don't need to know right, how yeah. to drive stick, and it becomes a point of pride for certain people. It's like, oh, you know, like I can do this thing that you can't, but. You could say that about a bunch of things, man. Right. Look, I I agree with you. Okay, I I don't understand the hatred with millennials. Now, technically, from a technical standpoint, if you go through the generations, there's gener- Gen X, Gen Y. There's the baby boomers. There's the millennials. Mm-hmm. Millennials actually fall. Technically, we are millennials. Yeah, we're like the, dude. My brother, like the beginning of the millennials. My brother much. just missed millennial stage. He's like, it's like eighty one to whatever 2000 or whatever he's in 80 and he's like he's almost he brags he's like, oh i'm not a millennial i'm one out see but my that's, bitch, that's those are just rough guidelines just, right. right i know but now, you know what i'm saying I, that yeah, top show, yeah, bitch, yeah. i think it's important so i'm actually in support of the millennial line of thinking okay now there's a there's a couple of things that i actually do agree with what they're what their, their mindset so, what, is. what their mindset is. Now, number one, okay, millennials, 
Okay. Uh, from the general, and this these are just very general sort of uh, observations. Number one, millennials, they want to preserve the planet. They actually want to work to help the environment, which I think is incredibly important. Okay. Um, number two, they're, they sort of clash with that... Um, they don't want to fall into that trap, that life trap of, oh, you get a job, you work that job for fucking 40, 50 years until you retire, and then you retire, and then you fucking die. Mm. No, they want to experience life. They want to experience the world. And if that means you work a certain amount of years in a career, then you change paths, and then you're always constantly evolving and becoming a better person to experience life to its fullest. Mm. Why wouldn't you fucking support that? So then yeah. the older generation who agrees with doing your job, putting in your time. Do your job if, mentality. If they don't agree with that, they they perceive it as weakness. Right. Right? There's, there's definitely um, some positive stuff about that attitude. Oh, like yeah. the do your job thing and like you, sh- you show up and hard, hard work every day. But it gets to a point where if you're if you're putting in the time, you're doing that thing and you and you get to a certain point where you realize, "Hey, maybe I'm not super happy with this job. Maybe I want to try something else." That's totally fine to switch career. Like why do you want to get stuck like you said in that trap of this monotony of going to a job and doing your job every day when it's something that you don't really like? That's bad that's bad. So a lot of these old guys, like some of them, they continued to do their job for 40 years because they loved it. But some of them continued the to do their majority. job for 40 years. They fucking hated it and they just dealt with it. And they yeah. just can't, you can't just stay in a situation and deal with it if you're miserable. There's also a lot of jobs out now that are fucking terrible that didn't exist 40 years ago, like cubicle jobs or fucking like right. hardcore retail jobs where it's super monotonous. Mm. Like 40 years ago, if you were in retail, you maybe, you, you probably weren't respected. In an in a way where like you're a firefighter, but you were still respected a little bit. It, if you're it a was fucking, a different thing. Yeah, because technology was different. Right, like, you didn't have the internet you that you were shopping on. You had this. You had the stock shelves, and you had to try and sell stuff. And you, you had, were making an honest living. You, an yeah, honest you, you living. You were dealing with physical stuff. Like that job had to be done. Right. But now, like there is, it's but almost to the like, point where robots are doing. That. <laughs> there's jobs now that are like you have to become the robot to do mm. it or you have to like do something almost humili- humiliating like people like who work at McDonald's they're treated they're not treated like shit but they if you're in a, a grown ass man and you're like oh you work at McDonald's you might not treat that guy the same as you treat some dude who's a who makes more money or like the guy who intri- like welcome to Walmart welcome to Walmart welcome <laughs> to Walmart and you're like oh bitch you fucking it really alone. depends on why you're there yeah. like that's a, I, I don't I don't care what job you do I just care, like, how do you feel about that job that you do? Do you, like, why are you doing it? And do you understand why you're doing it? Like, that's the more interesting thing. Mm. It's not like, I'm not going to make fun of you because you work at McDonald's. Maybe you have a perfectly good reason to work at McDonald's. Maybe they have good health benefits. Maybe they have some kind of scholarship tuition thing. They're a big company. You know, everything's very regimented. You can get a job there pretty easily with minimal experience. 
and then you're using it as a stepping stone to get somewhere else. Maybe you just fucking love making burgers for a shitload of people. Maybe you're SpongeBob <laughs> you know? SquarePants. All right. Exactly. Exactly. You know? But it's like the people that get that job at McDonald's and then they fucking hate it and they complain about it all the time. It's like, that's where it's like, okay, why are you fucking working at McDonald's then? Do so, you s- so that, that going back to what you were, what you were saying before, that whole, um, do your job mentality. It's, it's, dude, life is about fucking balance. Okay. And, and you can apply that to fucking anything. Yep. Now that do your job mentality, it is a balance. Do your job to where you, you don't, <clears throat> People, the, your coworkers, the people around you don't actually have to work harder to, to pick up your slack. Pick up your slack. If you can just do your job to where you're actually, you're, you, you contribute to the team and everybody sort of, everything's moving smoothly, fine. Okay. Um, but, you know, there are some millennials who do, uh, uh, a much poorer job. They don't actually do their job. They don't and give I, a shit. They don't give a shit. And I can yeah. see that other side. But I mean, that's with everybody, though. There's that's plenty the of thing. people yeah. different. You know, you can't... I hate... You can find that anywhere. Yeah. Anywhere. It's easy to just say the millennials because it's a catchy, like, new thing to say. Sure. Right? Or it has been for a couple of years. And I, another right? word is fucking entitled. Mm. Oh, you're entitled. You think you deserve this. I mean, I can see the parents who are fucking doing the whole trophy thing and you know think making their kid think that like you know there is no reward there's no failure you know that could be a problem because you should definitely find failure in life you should find you should know the difference between being successful and not being successful so you can you know you see the right and wrongs of worlds and like make decisions for yourself and determine like oh if i fucking do this you know if i put my hand on the stove it's gonna burn i'm not gonna do it again you know if i fucking decided to smoke some crack maybe maybe i won't get that job i want next year or maybe my teeth will follow and i won't get a girlfriend that i want you know like you need to know what failure and success absolutely you need to make mistakes to learn it is a huge it's one of the biggest parts of learning is making mistakes and then learning from them learning from them exactly and being able to learn from those mistakes i feel like is definitely a something you should start at young and you hopefully know? that you have a mentor or a family member or some that is able to express that to you when right. you're younger. Especially with like innocent things like sports, you know, soccer, football, it's all innocent things. You lose at a game, it's not like you're gonna be your life's ruined from it. No, you know, not especially at, all. at a young age. Yeah. It's like it's very, you know, it's elementary like success and failure yep. learning, you know? And that's what those sports I think should be there for. That's one of the biggest part of those things. You work hard and you do a good job and you work as a team and you could succeed and you get this little trophy at the end if you do the really good job and you work hard for it. If you fucking suck and you don't try (laughs) and you don't practice and you show up to practice 15 minutes late every day and you don't give a shit and you cry and you're fat and you're slow and then you get a trophy at the end of the year for it, all that is is... You that, know that reinforces yeah. the that's like the behavior of not trying. Good job, yeah. buddy. You did yeah. a great job this year. You should keep doing what you're doing. No, you fucking shouldn't. You yeah. should get up. You should get on time. You should do the work that you need to do. Yeah. You participate mm-hmm. and fucking work hard. And even if you do do all that and you still lose, maybe that'll fucking do better next time. And then it'll keep that fucking mentality going. Mm-hmm. And become a goddamn adult. That, 
and you become successful. I don't know. I, I have a, a <clears throat> kind of a story that can tie into that sort of point. You know, back when I was younger, I played baseball, um, Little League, and my very first time up at bat, I remember it so vividly. Was this um, t-ball or like actual pitch? This like? was pitch. Okay. This was like legitimate baseball. Yeah. I'm, dude, I must have been like the low like the youngest age you could start okay baseball where it's pitch yeah and not t-ball yeah not t-ball yeah. and i remember my first time up at bat it was our first game um they threw the ball um the pitcher threw the ball pitched the ball and i'm sort of like i took a step back from home plate like i kind of like stepped back like Almost kind of like the ball, like I thought the ball was going to hit me. Okay. But it so, wasn't anywhere nearly going to really, yeah, truly yeah, hit me. Yeah. And the umpire was like, ball one. Okay. So the pitcher threw the ball again. I didn't swing. I stepped back. Ball two. <laughs> so were they actually balls or should they have been strikes? They were, they were actually, they were actual, they were actual balls. They oh, were actual oh, balls. Oh, okay. It was okay. legit. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. But I kept doing it. Yeah. Because you knew you were getting a ball? I was getting a ball. Like, you're so, like, oh, this guy's pitching shitty, so I'll just take the ball. Oh, I didn't think like that. No, oh. fuck no. I'm not. I'm fucking, like, seven years old. I didn't think like that. All right, all right, all right. What I thought was, okay, if I step back, it'll be a ball. Yeah. Okay? W- whatever happened, I ended up on first base. Uh, yeah, yeah. I never swung. Yep. Okay? And I ended up on first base. Yep. Every subsequent time i was at bat i never swung i was just like <laughs> throw the ball i'm like you, Whoop. you were just hoping to get those balls get the balls yeah. to get on base because yeah. that's what i knew yeah from I, that first experience from that first experience that's yeah. what that taught me yeah okay i was rewarded for not swinging mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that's i think that's kind of sort of the same idea of what you know you were talking about earlier is <clears throat> kids getting rewarded for not showing up, for not doing their job, for not putting the effort in, mm. and that is a that is a problem. That is a problem. Yeah, it's up. yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't have kids. Obviously, they're in these sporting systems. Not me either. But so I haven't seen it firsthand where you're getting all these participation trophies. What I have seen, I mean, even heard. A, uh, you've heard about it, like, but I know that. Um, like I, I've probably been doing 5Ks, half marathons, uh, for eight years now. Yeah, yeah, because my first half was in 2010. Um, so I've been doing those kind of races for about eight years now. And something that I have noticed, obviously, these races, like road races, are getting a lot more popular. There's way more of them than there used to be. Oh, sure. A ton yeah. of people are runners, but uh, back in the day. Um, there were not nearly as many medals that were given out. Fuck no. Like, uh, so <laughs> everyone gets a goddamn medal. Yeah. So even at like f- certain, fi- usually don't get them at five Ks, but some five Ks give you like a completion medal. Um, I could understand it kind of for a half marathon or a full marathon. That's a pretty large distance, especially like, Hey, I like, I completed it's that. Fucking grueling, that's, man. No, that's cool. That's cool. Um, and even, even, I guess five Ks can be a big, like three miles can be a big deal to somebody but that's who's never done one mile. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but but definitely, they're the medals are getting they're getting more medals. They're being more elaborate. Yeah, like, ridiculous, dude. It 
It looks like a goddamn Olympian medal. The cost for those (laughs) events are also shooting up, too. Yeah, right? Because you've got to pay for those medals. I'd rather do a little bit cheaper of a race and not have as elaborate of a medal. Would you you rather pay $8, do the the half marathon, and just have your bib, and that's it? Yeah. Well, some of 50 and get a medal. There are, I did notice that there are some of these cheap races popping up where they they market them as being really cheap. They don't have as many volunteers. They don't have like as many. It's very basic. Yeah, it's super stripped down. It's like your old gym coach is like, all right, fucking go. Pretty much. (laughs) Right. And you're just calling out the time. He's like, all right, 650. Oh, 910. Oh, keep going. Good job, buddy. (laughs) It's like you pay a dollar a mile or whatever. But it is. It is fun and an experience to do those bigger races that have, like, you don't want so many people that you're crowded the whole entire time you're running, but you have enough people where there are spectators on the side that have signs, are cheering everybody on. Um, You've got, like, water stops. Like, one of the races that I've done a bunch is the... um, the the marathon and half marathon that they do in Lowell, Massachusetts, and they have different water stops, and people will dress up, and they'll have different themed water stops. It's super fun, and it does keep you motivated and Absolutely. keeps going. It gives you some energy. Um, but yeah, the whole like giving everybody a medal thing, like it. I don't. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't agree with it, man. I think I it's don't bullshit. agree with it either. No, I think it's fucking bullshit. Like I think, especially at young ages. I don't think it's fucking cool. Definitely at young ages, Don't man. instill your kid that he's going to get a medal every time he fucking yeah. participates in an event. Like, you get a participation trophy for going to field day. You yeah, know? Fuck that <laughs> like, shit. Right. No, when we, did field day, when we did field day in school, man, like, they handed out first, second, and third place ribbons. Yeah. If you, didn't, if you placed fourth, you didn't get shit. No. no. Yeah. It was, uh, I remember, the, the yellow ribbons were third place, the <laughs> red ribbons were second, second, and the blue ones were first. Yep. Yeah. yeah. And... Dude, you would do general field day f- track and field sort of events where you do like a 40-yard dash. You yep. would do yeah. like a relay race. You would do the the long jump and shit like yeah. that, man. Fucking field day, baby. That shit was like, awesome. <laughs> yeah. Shit was awesome. And, yeah. and you felt, I mean, you accomplished something. You yeah. feel like yeah. for that moment in time, you championed over your peers and you were rewarded for putting forth an honest effort. Yeah. And no kid died from losing. Yeah. Nope. nope. Not and, all those kids were fine. They left happy at the end of the day. Maybe some kid was crying for like ten minutes. It's like, dude, stop fucking crying. And yeah. he's like, you'd stop. And that was it. He didn't become a serial killer. He didn't become a fucking you know, whatever. He just became a normal kid. And he just was like, Oh, whatever, I'll do yeah. the next event. I mean that There's a that, couple cry baby. That's but. important that we have stuff like field day. But we also need to have thing like if you're not an athlete or you're if you don't care about that kind of stuff, it's still when you're a kid, it can be fun to participate in too. But you also need to make sure that you have a balance of stuff that is like the arts and like yeah. art class. Yeah, yeah. And you need you need to hit all those sides because those like so those athletes can shine on field day. You know the artsy kids can shine in like art class and and right. There needs to be that kind of thing where you can cater and like. But most hands- schools do do that. You lo- know? I mean, at least the There's ones events- that we grew up in. Yeah, you know? that's true. Like, that's true. Um, I can't say all schools do that. Yeah, exactly. Most New England middle class schools participate in yeah, a, you have, multiple events. But if you were in like a you know inner city, you might not have many of those fucking things. Depending on what part of town you're in, what school I mean, you depending go on to. Funding. I mean, dude, right, schools, funding and all that shit. Schools now, man, like it's like it's all about funding, and there's not enough minutes in the day. 
Okay. Every minute is like is put forth to do something. What changed though? What changed twenty from twenty years ago to now? What is different besides maybe more population? I don't know. Maybe it was but always a, it was probably always a problem funding for schools. It's just different. But now depend- like there's more technology that's more money for them to I mean or yeah. more what? Like what's I understand that like I don't know, man. Like from from like when I was in eighth grade, if you asked me and if I knew the number, say like there was like two hundred kids in my class in eighth grade, is there like four hundred kids now in eighth grade in my class? Like it depends on the city. That, depends, depends on the, on the city. city. Right, it's right. Popular like has to population move to... doubled? Probably. I don't know. It's but you know what I'm saying. Like where the where like they still can't now they can't teach the same amount of kids what I knew because in history class what the fuck has changed in history. What the fuck has changed well, in math? <clears throat> what changed in English, dude? Oh, None of these no, classes no. have really changed, See, have it? But, has but it? things have Their focus has changed, th- though. Things They're, have changed. The exactly. curriculum has changed. Yes. So maybe like your basic mathematic principles have not changed, but basic we know history hasn't changed. But, well, that's not necessarily true, man. The way that we were taught history, yeah, like, think but, about but it, dude. Why? Why would it cost more money to teach a different idea? Because it takes. There's books that have to be written and bought in. There's curriculums that have to be like gone over and making sure that things are now accurate. The, now the cost and of like, that book is more than what the cost of the book cost before. Inflation, inflation and prices. Like, but it should be easier to do stuff like that now, right? We've got ebooks, we've got technology, we've got um but you gotta pay to have fucking, access to that technology. Yeah, internet. No, that, that's true too. That's you know, true too. We have the internet. If you make all books electronic well, now everybody has to have, to have a tablet or a reader. Well, that's something. just dumb, you know. Yeah. Have a book. Like when I was a kid, I had a fucking beat up book that had, you know, it was a ten year old book where you could read the names in the front of the kid, like who who's the asshole <laughs> last know. year that had my book. Yeah. Was, oh, I fucking know that asshole. Yeah. Oh. yeah. And then, dude, you had everybody got handed down textbooks, and then you yeah. had to you had to take like a like a paper bag from the grocery yep. store well, well, and see, like uh, do a book cover the, the, to protect kid, it. The poor kids would do that. Like, <laughs> I did that. It was me. That was you, me. You, you, that was me. I, I, I did it too. Sometimes newspapers. But you could actually go to the store. Get in those like, socks. In, you could get those socks. I never had any of those they socks. socks? Yeah, they were like book covers that book you cover. could buy that were kind of cloth. And they were stretchy. They were stretchy that you could well, put That's a good over. idea, man. Yeah. And you could reuse them. I used I a mean, paper grocery store bag oh, where you had to too, like you cut it. it into like a long sheet. You put your book, you lay it out cover to cover open. Yes. And then you had to fold the bottom parts. Um, so the horizontal, the long way, you fold it up uh, maybe like two inches on the bottom side and the top side. And then what you did was you opened the cover and you had to, you had to leave it like maybe six to eight inches of room on each side to fold in and then sort of insert the sleeve of... See, I don't remember that shit. I the, know it, what it was, but I don't remember how you did it. Oh, yeah, oh, dude. Man. You're like I can that old dude. That. Like, yeah, 68. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was in dude, an Eagles concert. Yeah, very right. vivid, man. No. Like, in book covers. It was, there that was, was a whole art. class. That yeah. was a whole day. Like, all right, we're going to cover all our books. And you just yeah. fucking do your books. And, and then you would math. draw on them. Math. <laughs> and the idea was to... Pre- one plus one. <laughs> the idea was to sort of preserve and and l- try to lessen the damage of wear and tear that that yeah. book endures yeah. through the school year so yeah. it can be passed on to the next fuck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay? Um, you know, textbooks now, 
I mean, like the curriculum's changing, <laughs> yeah. you know, it, everything's so um, state standardized testing focus now where a lot of classes are, it's all about passing the fucking Massachusetts state exam, you know, the MCAS. Mm. It's, it's all, everything's different now. New yes, math. There's test. fucking new math. I know. Where How? What? you're actually graded, not if you get to the right answer, but, but if you're doing the new math properly. If you do the steps to get, you're graded on the doing the, the steps. Process as the process as opposed to the answer. versus arriving at that answer. That's a well, bunch of bullshit. Well, see, the I'm, I know in college, um, we kind of had something similar to that because I took a fuckload of math classes dude oh, I, yeah, you I, had al- to have. I almost minor i could have i could have taken two more classes and minored in math i took super advanced engineering math and all this crazy stuff all the calculus and Ca- calculus one two three differential equations <laughs> oh, advanced shit. engineering mathematics all that stuff okay i took them all it was pretty decent at them but um one of the things was there was multiple ways you could do a lot of those calculus problems yeah. and <clears throat> It didn't matter how you got to the answer. And sometimes it didn't even matter if you got the right answer. But if they saw that you, because there's so many steps, right, yeah. if you took a bunch of these steps, you, credit. you got almost there. You got credit you got for all, work and You were like, it. oh, this, this part was right. This part was right. This part was right. Oh, you fucked up on the fourth step. And now you got the wrong answer. So you no, can get yeah. cre- you can get partial that, credit yeah, for that. Yeah, that question's worth 10 points. You got like seven out exactly. of 10. So there's sure. something to that. I had the but same it thing. is unfortunate that... Now, if that it really is the case that they're like, oh, you can only get to it w- this way. So if you don't get to it this way, right, then you did it wrong. That's Look, a bunch of bullshit. With with calculus, like I took calculus one and two. Yeah. Okay. I don't know how the fuck I passed it. I don't know how you <laughs> fucked passed it. Doesn't I any trouble fucking, calculus well, one. Calculus Crazies. one is you know derivatives. Calculus two is integrals. Okay. For the most part, I don't remember one. that shit. But yeah. for some reason, I got college credit for passing. Okay. Okay. Um, there's something to that because, like you said. There is a shitload of multiple steps and and yeah. and an order. There's a there's mm-hmm. a there's a reason to those steps. Yeah. But with elementary school or basic arithmetic, you know, the way you sort of problem solve why fucking train one leaves the station at twelve thirty PM while train two leaves the station at fucking six PM in West Virginia, <laughs> when do they meet? Like, as long as you get to the right answer, like that if you can conceptualize and sort of get to the right answer, that's yeah. different mm-hmm. than walking right. through these fucking crazy calculus equations, man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel like the the farther you get along with school, the more trusted you are and the more mature your teachers are where they will allow you to find your own way of getting these answers too. Mm. especially with math and science. I mean, I guess I could get if they're teaching a specific way to get there and they're quizzing you on that specific method. That makes sense. But they should be, sure. give, they should be giving you more than one method. Well, because these younger teachers, like early, early age teachers, high school teachers, you know, they're fucking, they have just as much schooling as any college graduate in any fucking subject. If not, they have less Mm. because they're fucking i didn't even know when i was in college man i just thought you go for your major and you do what you need to do but i found out after that there's strategies of graduating from college after i graduate you know after i finished college i was like oh there's a strategy to do certain things and everyone's like yeah man he's like if you're a lawyer you go for the easiest credited 
classes, you get a 4.0 in college with the easiest classes, and then you show your transcripts that you have 4.0, and then you go to law school. Same thing with teachers. Oh, yeah, you take the easiest classes, then you go into your elementary ed and your fucking other ed. You don't take... No teacher would take calculus, pre-calculus. They're doing the basic of every single class, <laughs> and then they just take their elementary teaching, and that's it, and then they get out of there. And it's like, what? Yeah. So all you know is high school and pretty much high school too? Like, <laughs> you're taking entry-level English, psychology. Yeah. You're taking history classes. Strat- you're taking, There's definitely a strategy to you're it. Taking, yeah. like, no, you're not taking anything lower than pre-cal, I don't think you have to take pre-cal. You take statistics and algebra and fucking, then you take, then you take, then you take elementary, like, oh, I'm going to teach elementary school. So I'm going to take elementary math and how to teach elementary math. It's like, what the fuck is that? So they don't really learn much in college. They're just like, learning high school again well they probably learn how teaching. to drink beer they probably learn how that's how fucking to go, bullshit how, how to go that's to fucking bullshit <laughs> fucking lawyer gets paid bank i mean granted i have a friend that's a lawyer and he's like in crippling debt and he's still <laughs> well, that's the thing yeah you didn't mention you that have part, to go <laughs> yeah you pay a fuck ton of money for this fucking bullshit degree piece of paper and now you can like do your job no you learn well, you have to go to you have to go you have to get your bachelor's then you have to go to law school and then you have to pass your bar pass your bar like and and in order to do all of that yeah, you put yourself in some serious crippling debt. Yeah, you know, learning, having to learn. I mean, I'm not defending lawyers, but paid in unpaid internships. Yeah, but that's a lot of a lot of shit now. A lot of shit now is like, you know, you get a fucking huge debt, then you get out of school right. and you you fucking work your balls off for either no money or for free. You know, you're either working like minimum wage or you're not making any money at all for years until you can actually get a solid job that pays you fucking a decent wage where you can start paying off your fucking hundred grand in debt. Like that's ridiculous. Well, dude, colleges are business now. It's yeah, a business. I know it's yeah. dark and dirty, man. Yep. That's why, it's that's why up. there's such a big resurgence in trades now. I know yeah. it's one of my biggest regrets. I wish I went to trade. Me too. Well, no, I did. <laughs> I did actually. <laughs> oh, I was just gonna say, dude, you did trade oh, boy, in high school. Yeah, so yeah. I was a ma- I did uh, I was Ma- a machinist in I high school. Magician. <laughs> he well, was a magician. He was a part time magician, but part-time. he was also a machinist. Yeah, because we we <laughs> we actually went to this really neat high school um, where it was kind of two high schools in one. That's sick. I wish I had which that. was super cool. Yeah. Um, and we we just happened to be born in this town, or you know, made our way to this town by the we time we access. were going to school. We had access to this, um, so there you could your freshman year of high school, everybody was pretty much an academic student. But if you wanted to, as an elective freshman year, you could take this uh, introductory trade class, which would bring you over to the trade school, which was attached to the high school. And you would go through all, I think it was 13. It was eight trades. It was eight? Are you so sure? you had auto body, auto mechanics, you had carpentry, you had HVAC, you had plumbing, you had- Electric? Electrical, you had machine shops, well, you had um, computer drafting, you had the electrical engineering, yep. you had the, I don't know if the nursing, I think the nursing was separate, like the medical. It was kind of part of it, though. But we never went through that. You you only went through it if you specifically wanted, like, to. wanted to do that, okay. yeah, because it was like a very, it was a little bit different, but. And then you had graphic design, you had 
All right, so we're already at 10. Yeah, no, I think it was somewhere between 11 and 13. Different, That's pretty sick, Different though. trades. So you would spend three or four days in each trade for half the year? Was it half the for year? For the half the year, and then that and at then the, the second, second half, half of you the year, selected your the top three trades you wanted to go into. Yep, and then you would get placed into one of those trades for that second half of the year. Then going forward, you could decide if you wanted to do that trade for... Um, sophomore, junior, and senior year. That's pretty sweet. So sophomore year, if you got put placed in a trade and you want to continue on, sophomore year you would spend um, half your day, three periods, every other day you would be in trade. And then you would go to your academic classes. And then junior and senior year, you would be, there would be like, you would spend the full Week. school day. Wasn't it weeks? Didn't you have A week and B week? You did. Right? So the so um sophomore year it was A it was like half ha, yeah, half your day was in trade, half your day was academics every day. Yeah. But then when you were a junior and a senior, one week you were in trade and then one week you were in academics. And they did it that way because you could actually get co ops in your senior year yeah. where you could work for a week in a trade, in the field. And then the You're other week, me. what? You guys are losing me. <laughs> a lot of talking about things, A's okay. and B's and B's. Okay, yeah, dude. So think about it this way. Your normal school day, you have six or seven periods, however it works, however it's right. set up, okay? And then so, you said like other, other week, you just did a trade. Yeah, so when you were a sophomore, though, half of your day would be spent in your trade mm-hmm. doing trade stuff. The other half of your day, so three periods, right, would be spent be. in academic classes, math, that makes science, sense. history. So then in your junior and your senior years rather than doing half and half every day big a and b you did week one week two one week you're you're in a trade then the other week you're in your normal academic classes that's cool yeah see i wish i had that shit but uh and clinton if you wanted to do if you wanted to go down the trade route you'd have to fucking go to a whole nother school yeah in like four towns over and it tended to be frowned upon almost a little bit but like oh the trade kids trade, got made fun of oh yeah, yeah was, they were like the freak, they were the freaks and the geeks yeah. no it, and that's what that's what Asabet was Asabet oh, was a trade okay. school but yeah. it was a bunch of fucking weirdos losers people smoke cigarettes people skateboarded <laughs> oh, dude, they were, we were all that shit but then like the popular or the normal kids would go to a academic school we're going to college mm-hmm. it was basically like, and the teachers did it too like they put it in eighth grade they put it in your mind like Oh, if you don't plan on going to college, then you can go to trade school, and it's almost like you're failing. Yeah, if but you're, you're a bad, not, though, that's the thing. It, there was this whole bad connotation yeah, to it. It was. It was like if you're not going to go to college, which means you're an idiot. You have detention all the time. You're obviously going to be a failure. Go to this school and just do a trade. And then if you want to be successful and be go to college, go to Clinton High, go the academic route, and go to college. Mm-hmm. And it was not. And I, that's what I thought. I said. That's what I thought. I was like, if I go to Aspet, I can't get into college. Yeah. But then I found out kids from Aspet were going to college. Oh, after. yeah. And I'm like, yeah. wait a This is bullshit. You guys motherfuckers lied to me. Yeah. I would have went and I would have done electrical or plumbing or fucking yep. carpentry. Mm-hmm. And then I would have went to college and I would have went and 
continued with my carpentry or you didn't even necessarily needed to go to college man i know kids that were in trade at our school that got out of high school yeah, and they went and just straight started in. doing their trade they got and in, guess what apprenticeship? They, they weren't in debt no they just started making and money they, they started bank. getting better at their trade now they make good money they have houses some of them even bought houses like a couple of months out started renting them out they were like doing it in this different way where they weren't getting into this crippling it's school amazing, that, you know? I, that's my biggest regret yeah. my buddy my buddy did it and he he went to Clinton High he worked you know a few years and he figured out I don't want to fucking do this anymore I'm going to go to Assabet at night he went to night school after work got his plumbing and now he fucking is super he bought his house you know he makes like high you know he probably makes like 60 to 70 grand a year doing plumbing he's gonna make more when he gets bigger and better and you know he's successful and he's way more successful than most of my friends who went to college who graduated from college or dropped out of college were like fuck dude i'm wondering and they have this debt and now he's like oh, doing good he's got a truck he's got a house yeah right like he, he yeah he's successful when they told you that you couldn't do that the other route I'm wondering if it's <laughs> fucked up, dude. It probably wasn't this way, but imagine if there was some crazy grand conspiracy there is. back in the day where like these people saw this coming. They're like, oh, there's a bunch of kids who the generation before them, they went to college and they all made a bunch of money. So now we tell all the kids to go to college because back in the day, not everybody went to college. Now it's like you're expected to, like when we were coming up through the school system, you were expected to go to college. Fuck they yeah, you hammered were. that shit into you. My mom now did. look at it. College is a huge business. My a mom's huge business. My mom still hammers it into me and my older brother. Like, oh, you got to go back to school. You got to finish your degree, man. I'm like, are you guys no, on drugs? It, yeah, it's this whole thing. Are you guys on thing. drugs? Yeah, exactly. I'm like, and I told my brother, I'm like, the biggest regret I have is going to college. <laughs> I'm like, I'm never going back to college, dude. Yeah. Fuck that shit. Yeah. He's like, it's, you got to finish your degree, man. <laughs> like, you're not complete unless you like have that. It's like, he's like, you're stuck in this thing. He's like, you're stuck in this little thing, man. You got to just finish it so you can get past it. You got to, you got to complete. That's you, silly. You don't complete yeah. things. And I'm like, dude. I'm not going back to college. Yeah. My mom's like, you should finish your degree. You really should. I'm like, no, fuck that. No. Do you want to do anything with that degree? No. I'm not going to use it. There you go. Why do you need to finish it? I'm you already, know? you know, it's funny though. I'm already in my degree. Like I'm in <laughs> earth science and forestry and that's yeah. what I went to school for. No. Right. And I'm just like, you know, by the time I finish my degree, someone's like, oh, you don't have it. I thought you did. Like, yeah, No, it doesn't matter because you have enough experience. So yeah. you've, you've trumped the degree at this point. It doesn't matter. In every aspect. I've done, yeah. you know, it's, it's bullshit. Yeah. And it's crazy because those people are still stuck in this weird way where like, that is the only way to be successful is to go to college. It's like, dude, no, it's shifting. You could be a hot chick with oh, makeup. It, it's definitely it's shifting. shifting. It is it's, now, but the old people who are in there still have that mentality. Well, all those old fucks are going to die out anyways. And then yeah. guess what? We're going to take over when they fucking die out. Yeah. And then we'll be old fucks saying some stupid shit that younger fucks will come along and be like, man, these old fucks didn't do it the right you way. You know what's funny though? <laughs> it's so funny because... The way that they think that they're right, I think that I'm right. You know? <laughs> right. They're oh, yeah. like, oh, like the only way to succeed is to be go to college and work hard and do your job and just do it. Yeah. Don't be a pussy. Yeah. <laughs> and then now our our thing is like, you know, protect the environment, be a good person, you know, enjoy life. It's not gonna last forever. So the the I'm just, true the one and truly 
if there's one thing that we can sort of sum up this conversation with, yes, is that <laughs> everything that we've learned and since we've sort of navigated sort of these the beginning thirty percent of our lives, mm. whether it's going through high school and, and going through these social situations and understanding you know, like you said, your biggest regret was going to college because guess what? There is a different way of doing it where mm-hmm. you wouldn't, you could be successful. There's multiple ways to do that calculus problem and get to the same answer. Exactly. Yeah. <clears throat> so if, if, if we, if there's anything that can kind of sum this all up, it's the idea that when we move forward in our lives, if we have kids, we can influence them. We can be a good role model and sort of guide them knowing what we know now and sort of learning from our mistakes, steering them in the right direction, not controlling them. No. Yeah. But actually informing them as they sort of replay and navigate Mm -hmm. through their own whole situation. You know, I think that's a great way to end this podcast on a positive note. Boom, baby. We did it. Drink before you think. Sausage candles.